How are you now? Heather Duvall here. Think big, move fast. I am very excited that you are here to listen to episode 64 of the podcast. I am just going to follow my instinct here and go off the cuff again. I really enjoy just showing up on the podcast here, unscripted, sharing my thoughts in the moment. I tend to allow myself to unravel a lot of what I'm thinking as I go. And I had some incredible feedback about episode 63, this style, this format, how I just show up here and bring it. And so I'm just going to bring it. I'm just going to show up and bring it like no big deal. So I'm doing that again this week. And honestly, the podcast to me has been feeling a bit stale lately. Even though I still love doing it, I feel like I'm just not showing up the way I could be if I was feeling more inspired, if I was feeling more motivated. And so I'm definitely feeling inspired. I'm definitely feeling motivated. And I'm definitely full of ideas again. And, you know, one of the interesting things that has come out of some of the conversations I've been having, I'm going to say about a three-week period now where my mind has been racing. I've been really questioning what I'm doing, shooting holes in things where there need not be holes, making excuses for things I'm doing where there need not be excuses, and then also resisting growth. And one of the things that I talked about in the last podcast was this idea of, you know, really being afraid of my own success. And I had a conversation this week, I had several conversations this week, but one of the conversations this week I had was with a friend and former colleague, client of mine, about this idea of struggling with success. And, you know, we both kind of wondered how many people out there, how many business owners out there are feeling the same way when you have a win. There's sometimes a sense that you cannot duplicate that win and we automatically give away the credit to, you know, the universe and like, you know, high five to the universe. You're doing a great job of like helping me out. But also I'm doing a lot to help me out. And from a business perspective, you're probably doing a lot to help yourself out too. And so we're quick to give away the good luck in things, but where the shit, right? So if if the fucking shit hits the fan, we're always, as self-aware business owners, the first ones to be like, oh, fuck, that was my fault. Shit, I shouldn't have done that. God damn it. And then we squirrel away and eat half of a jar of peanut butter or, you know, vodka or whatever. So when you're, you're in business, there is a constant straddling of this imaginary bullshit, just so much bullshit around this line. You're straddling this imaginary line of when things go good, you give away the credit. And when things go bad, you fucking wear it like an ugly Christmas sweater. And so this week I got a great contract and it was the first time that I had shared it on social media, probably, if I'm being honest, probably because I haven't been sharing on social media with the where my head's been at and, and how I've been feeling about success and business and growth and where I want to take my business in the next six to 12 months. I've been weirdly confused about like, what am I showing up here to share, you know? And I think that that was translating into the podcast as well, where I have made things so mechanical and, like, process-focused and logistic-focused that I I lost 
like what makes me me, you know? And so over the last few weeks, I've been getting a lot of feedback about what makes me me. And I just want to kind of take you on that journey with me. And this is why I'm sharing it here, because you might also be feeling like that. And if you're in the realm of feeling like you might also be a little bit afraid of your own success or, you know, you're you're looking at the idea of growing your business through an online course, I bet you, and like I'm a betting woman, you should know, I can't fucking wait to get back to Las Vegas. I'm a betting woman. So I bet you if you are thinking about creating an online course or a training program or a workshop or anything in the realm of sharing your skills, knowledge, abilities with somebody in the form of a container, I bet one of the first thoughts that you have about that is not what if it fails, but what if too many people sign up? What if your website can't handle the traffic? What if everybody wants it? And then all of a sudden, even though we're very well-established business owners, we know our subject matter expertise like the back of our hands, we're confident for the most part, you know, when we're not shooting holes and shit that we're doing. Even though we have all those boxes checked, there is an inkling to lead with losing. And it's so funny that I come back to this because if, if you've been listening to my podcasting career for any length of time... I used to talk all the time about leading with losing. And I found myself in this place recently where I was leading with losing. I wasn't focusing on the 300 plus thousand dollars I've made this year. I wasn't focusing on the, you know, numerous clients I've helped or the thousands of hours of courses I've created. I was focusing on, but what if people don't like it? And like they do like it. So... I want you to think for a minute where you are sitting in your business right now with aspirations of going bigger, being more, and what comes up for you around that. Because I bet you're leading with losing. And I'm like chuckling to myself because I remember how great that sounds. (laughs) Stop leading with losing. And put your best foot forward. And so I shared on Instagram, because I hang out on Instagram again now, sharing on Instagram last night about this $20,000 contract that I got. And it was actually like $20,075 or something. Taxes included. Um, So I was sharing, you know, hey, I got this contract. And and it kind of came out of the blue. And so I I wasn't totally prepared for the, the conversation. I was a bit rushed around before the call. Uh, And I had an envelope was the only piece of paper that I had to write on. And so I'm like chicken scratching on this envelope, the deal, the deal. I'm basically writing a deal on an envelope for $20,000. And, and all I could think was like, it's just so professional, Heather. And then like, I laughed about it a little bit because clearly it's just not very professional. But then also, where's the bar there for professionalism? Who fucking cares? It's typed up now. It's gone. The contract's out to go for signature. So it doesn't matter how it started. What matters is where it ended up. And I shared that just hysterically laughing at myself because there is this feeling of, you know, how dare you ask for that kind of money, even though some of my contracts are $50,000, $60,000. I had a contract for $137,000. You know, like it's 
it's not the amount of money. It's that when you put it out there and you say to the world, hey, I got a contract for $20,000, people aren't expecting to see it written on the back of an envelope. It might as well have been a Tim Hortons napkin, for Christ's sake, you know? So it's, it's pretty funny how we do that. We undercut our own success. And when it comes to creating online courses, so many people are leading with this losing attitude and and they're doing it in like the most most interesting way because they're going to best case scenario and still calling it worst case scenario. So the best case scenario when you launch a new online course is that so many people sign up, your fucking website crashes. That is best case scenario, but we treat it like it's worst case scenario because how is that going to look? If your website goes down in the middle of a launch, well, I would argue it's akin to writing a $20,000 deal on the back of a used envelope. That's great. It's great. Who fucking cares, right? If your website goes down in the middle of a $1,000 launch, $10,000 launch, $50,000 launch, that means you're doing something right, my friend. But our brains are so caught up in how this shit looks that... We will resist creating something new until we've got the bugs worked out. You know, and you might have said this to yourself before. When I get to this certain point, when I make a certain amount of money, when I have a certain amount of time, when the, the conditions and the situation are ideal, then I will do it. And what I have come to find and what I'm remembering and what really is just driving this this feeling of I'm coming back to life. I've I've kind of come full circle in my business. I feel very comfortable in showing up as myself. I feel like I can just come here and talk off the cuff. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I want to share. It's all very inspired. But what I what I think about that is when people are are sort of stuck like that. Most people don't realize they're stuck. And we believe these stories we tell ourselves about why we can't do it. And, you know, there's there's three or four people who hang around in, in my sort of network who tell me all the time they'd love to work with me, but then they just spout at me all these reasons why they're not working with me. And most of the reasons are very valid, but I would argue are draped and dripping in this leading with losing mentality and the worst case scenario. So, you know, they're trying to clean up client projects and they're trying to, you know, organize their calendars and they're trying to get pots of money together. And it just all never seems to work out. And yet they're doing great, but they have their eye over here in in my neck of the woods. And they're not quite coming over because of all these reasons that they're citing. And and what happens is I think we're not even questioning that. And as a salesperson, of course, it's my job to question it. And I always call it out. You know, someone had said to me a few weeks ago, well, it's a lot of money. And I was like, so? Money is everywhere. It's literally everywhere. It's on the back of an envelope, apparently. <laughs> it's just everywhere. But when we have that mentality of money is nowhere, or if I invest in this, or if I buy this and the worst case scenario happens, the irony here is worst case scenario is usually not I don't get my money back. The worst case scenario is this shit fucking works and then I'm seen and then I don't know what to do. And so I'm there right now. This shit is fucking working. 
and I'm being seen in a very big way and my brain is not processing that. And that's where I've been for the last few weeks. Now I'm coming out of that and with that, I'm happy to share that journey. I'm happy to talk about that. But I really, I don't want to make it about me. I want to share this with you so that you're sitting there listening to this, reflecting on your own business approach and your own business strategy, maybe your own mindset, the conversations you're having are the same things coming up over and over and over again. And what are you doing about that? So if, if you know, I've been here now a year and a little bit, uh, this is episode 64 of the podcast. I've been here for over a year now recording these podcasts. And if you've been listening since the very beginning, one of two things is happening. Number one, I'm not giving you enough value for you to be able to execute on. Or number two, you're holding yourself back for some reason. Now, I know, not to like throw you under the bus, but I know I'm delivering a ton of value. I'm giving you lots to work with here. I'm giving you lots to think about. I'm giving you lots to question. I'm giving you lots to put into action. So you have to, and here's like Frank Talk Heather showing up for her time on the podcast. You have to then ask yourself, what have I done with this information? And if you're here for pure enjoyment, great. But if you're here trying to be sold, what I need you to know is that at some point, you got to step up to the plate. You have to swing the bat. And I, I shared on Instagram yesterday about this contract. And somebody had, had commented back to me that that was a very wise investment on, on the part of that client. And I thought, what a beautiful way to express that, to appreciate one business owner taking money out of their pocket to get the skills they needed, to get the products and services they needed to move forward. And, and that really stuck with me, the investment that somebody was making in themselves, that that was articulated in that way. And so I want to ask you, when was the last time you made a significant investment in your business? to see it grow, not worrying, not tying yourself to the outcome, not worrying about worst case or best case scenarios, but being willing to go through the process to see what you uncover, knowing, you know, because of course my work is guaranteed, but knowing that you're taking this chance, you're going in a different direction, you're making very intentionally a different decision. Because when you very intentionally make a different decision, all kinds of fucking shit changes. Sometimes your head spins right off your neck and you don't even know what's going on, right? It just becomes so overwhelming. But if you keep making those intentional decisions, intentional changes will follow. And so I really appreciated that. And I wanted to put that to you to think about when was the last time you made an investment in your business on purpose not in, not out of reaction, not because you had to, not because of scarcity mindset or fear of missing out, but because you value the investment in your business. Another thing that came out of a conversation this week around courses and money and credit, especially, I've been, for some reason, having lots of conversations with people about debt and credit. And I think that comes from the fact that I harp a lot about the fact that you need money in the bank to come and work with me. It is not ideal 
if you take money off your credit card, which means you don't have cash, it is not ideal for you to take money off your credit card to come and work with me to get a new product to sell. Because what that tells me is that your business doesn't have enough cash flow, which means you don't have the infrastructure in place, which means you don't have the processes in place in order to support this new thing you're building. Online courses are not set it and forget it. You need to have shit in place to support that. They're actually a lot of work, which is why you'll never hear me tout, build it and forget it, or you know, build it once and make money for years. You know, I almost never talk about the money you can make from it because that's not what it's about. It's about creating the product first. And so I'm having a lot of these conversations around debt resistance, and debt resilience, and then this idea that it's, you're paying to play, right? So instead of thinking I'm debt resistant, and maybe that's not even a thought you've had, that's that's a, a term, debt resistant, ask yourself, would you take your credit card out if you didn't have the money to pay for something you knew was going to work? If you are debt resistant, you are not going to do that. But if you are debt tolerant or debt resilient, you will not even bat an eye at pulling your credit card out, borrowing from Peter to pay Paul, whatever that looks like. You will do that without making it mean something. And if you can do that without making it mean something, you're probably in a good position to grow your business bigger than it is. Now, again, I'm going back to the idea that if you don't have cash or cash expected, you don't have to have actual cash in the bank, but cash is coming in regularly. You have, you have clients who are paying you regularly. You know how to sell what you're selling. We're just turning it into a different delivery mode so you can sell it in a different way with an online course. But if you have cash in the bank... I want you to think about why you're not spending it. And if you don't have cash in the bank and you need something like what I'm offering or something like someone else is offering, maybe you need marketing training, maybe you need sales training, maybe you need financial training, but you're not doing it because you think I'm not going to do it until I have the money to pay for that. What I want to offer to you is a different way of thinking about this. And to be clear, yes, I will take your credit card. Truly, I'm not going to ask you if you have money in the bank. That's not what this is about. It's a way for you to decide for yourself if your business is physically ready, infrastructural, if it has the infrastructure to support what you're building. It's just a test for yourself. I'm not going to ask you about your financials. You can pay me however you want to pay me. But there are indicators of readiness here. And at the same time, a great indicator of readiness to grow is your willingness to become debt resilient. To not make it mean something bad about your business. Most people will be very proud of themselves to say my business has no debt. But as solopreneurs, we often take on debt. Our business is, my business has no debt because my business is not an entity. It is not a corporation. I have debt to run my business. And... That's awesome because that means I'm investing in myself. What I want you to consider about debt in your business is, and this is going to sound real funny, 
You're buying money. Okay? You are buying money. So, yes, you take out the Platinum American Express card and you slap it down on the counter and you buy whatever it is you're going to buy. And then you pay that. If you go to the bank and you get a loan, you're walking out with money. The card allows you to use money that you don't have. And yeah, you're paying interest on it. But what that means is you're buying money. So when you say, I don't have any money, or I don't have enough money, maybe a thought you could have is, but could I buy some money? And that's all interest is. It's the price for buying money. That's it. When we talk about creating online courses through programs like mine, you know, through other programs that are available in the industry, go from nothing to done in, in however long people are offering, whatever the program is, sometimes the investment is substantial. And sometimes it's incredibly scary. But then if you think about it, like you are buying money. So you take your credit card out and you buy a program. Maybe it's mine, maybe it's somebody else's. You're not going into debt. You've just bought money. So you can buy a program. Two weeks ago, last week. Now it was about last week. Yeah, last week before I went on this retreat. I was going to take $25,000 out of my business. And I was going to sign up for a program. And a friend of mine said, that's great that you can do that, but you've been burned at the stake to the tune of $40,000 already. Is that really the right investment? Or is it better to take that $25,000 and hire someone? Because what they're going to tell you in that $25,000 program is to go out and hire someone. And I looked at a $2,500 program. And I know the person who runs this $2,500 program personally. And I know the first two steps are hire two people. And so then it became about using that money to buy more money. But the way that I'm buying that money is through bringing on more people. And so I haven't landed with that quite yet. It stuck with me, that idea that I could pay for something to go through this system. And in the end, I would end up with an employee. Or I could just go and hire an employee. Now, the program creator in me is struggling with this because, like, obviously I want to take the program. And I sell programming. So I always encourage people to go for the program. But what I also want you to think about is, and this is why I say this quite often, is creating a course the next right thing for your business? Because if you get into this and you don't grow as a result, typically that means you weren't ready for it to begin with. So there's a lot to think about here in terms of, what it looks like to grow your business, what it looks like to invest in your business, 
what it looks like to have conversations with people and hear different perspectives, what it looks like to really bring forth your fears, what does it look like to stretch beyond what you think you can do, and then also, like, walk that fucking line. <laughs> that's, that's like, it's like a full-time job, just like those five things, right? We're constantly getting information about what we should and shouldn't do. And the more comfortable I become with entrepreneurship, the more I realize it's the discomfort, it's the scary, it's the buying money, it's the taking the programming, the hiring the people, the showing up on Instagram. That's the stuff that really moves me forward. It's not sitting at my desk worrying. It's not planning in my 10 planners. It's not having closed door conversations with people. It's not, you know, pitching out, out, outright or cold pitching to people. The shit that makes me grow is being in that place of uncomfortable, being really challenged, feeling confident in what I know but learning to apply it in new ways. So when you go out there this week and you're looking at your business, I know you're thinking about next quarter, you're thinking about the new year, you're thinking about how are you going to launch this thing, how are you even going to create it in time. There's lots of things you could be thinking about. But what I want you to think about first, before you pull the trigger, before you say yes, before you sign on the dotted line, ask yourself, is this the next right move for my business? And don't be afraid of the answer. Answer it honestly. You might be surprised by what comes up. You can lie to everyone else, but you can't lie to yourself. If creating a course is the next right answer for you, I want to talk to you. Go to heatherdevoe.com, book a call with me. Let's talk about what 2022 looks like for you. Get out of your head, get it onto the page, get it out into the world. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about how I help entrepreneurs just like you create online courses quickly and easily, please visit heatherdevoe.com slash thinkbigmovefast. I will teach you practical, tactical, and actionable steps to go from idea to fully finished, functional, ready to sell online course in just 30 days flat. Short on time? I got you. No idea where to start? Let's talk. I'm the leading instructional design coach for entrepreneurs who want to create online courses faster and easier than ever before. I make online course creation simple so you can make it faster.